Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I take care of you, and then you just, you naturally want to. Reciprocate. Yeah, reciprocate that. and In a feminine way. You're like a cat in heat. You are, <gasps> you are all over me. <laughs> all the time. I am. 24-7. Over what? Yeah. I'm it can, over. It can be too much. I get over lubricated. Like yesterday. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And you can't get any traction when I'm that way. It's no friction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My clit literally always has a heartbeat. I'm always having blood flow when I'm just around you. That was part of the reason that I used to not like going to dinner because I'd have to sit there and I was suffering in silence because all I wanted to do was jump across the table, rip your clothes off and be like, fuck me right now. Why are you making me wait? Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. I'm excited about this episode today, guys. I've got some fun subjects. I've been getting some great voicemails from you guys and I've been getting back to everybody. Thank you so, so much. So much fun to connect and I get to know you guys as well as you know me. But I was going through some really interesting ones from a former guest and she was telling me about the progression of her new DS dynamic and how her and her husband are just loving it. It's really changed their relationship. I've been visiting with Cowboy N and he happened to overhear me answering some of this stuff and actually chimed in and we sent some voicemails back to her with his input. But it really sparked this podcast today because I was like, these are good topics. I want to share them with everyone else as well. You guys know that I often speak about the power dynamics and relationships. And I really feel that whether or not you're in a vanilla relationship or you're in a full-blown DS dynamic, that we're, we're involved in power dynamics, whether we realize it or not. So exploring them really helps. I've found that going through these power dynamics for me really helped me get clear on who does what, what I want, and kind of really helped me find where I'm happiest. So I encourage everybody, vanilla couples, whether you're vanilla or somewhere in the middle or you want to explore or you're just full blown into it for years and years, we keep going with it. And there's always another level and layer that you can get to. But today I'm going to go, I've got Cowboy in here with me and we're going to go over some of the more interesting key topics that we're starting to surface and the conversation that it sparked between us, which I thought was really cool. So here we go. I'm going to ask him some questions because I really want to share with you what he was telling me the other day, because I thought it was really valuable. So the first thing is, is what we were noticing with this couple is she was saying that it seems like the trust is really starting to come out between the two of them. And they're finding their way in their roles. And he's able to lead her more. And she's less inclined to argue with him. Now, I love this because (laughs) that the more I feel like I get into that I'm around you and I sort of kind of can get back into my role really where I'm happiest because arguing doesn't make anybody happy. But 
I trust you more. And I think that trust is such a key point in all of this. And it makes you, you know, once you fall into that, then you're happier in the bedroom, but more importantly, outside of the bedroom and you're bonding deeper. So when it's good in the bedroom, how does that translate when there's a lot of trust in the bedroom, Cowboy? And from your opinion, how does that translate to the outside of the bedroom and make it easier for the man, assuming that he's the dominant, just to lead in all aspects? Okay. They do know I never get to know what you're about to ask me, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just hurled the zingers at you. Yeah. 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 I just ate cereal. That's about as far as I've made it today. <laughs> your, your caveman brain is just still still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually you've already got a decent relationship built up before you start getting into BDSM or any of those other power dynamic type stuff already. But I guess it really just starts to show once the, and I'm going to use male and female roles. So once she really starts to, actually get into the role where it's not play it's not it's actually beginning to be a lifestyle type thing she's going to change it's just what it is she's either going to like it and she's just she's going to move that direction and it's going to be a role that she wants to feel all the time to where she's going to let go so then when you're just in day-to-day or whatever it's not like she's inclined to do what she's told it's nothing it's nothing to do like that it's just I don't know. They'll take in more. It's just different. And it's really hard to describe. And so if you look at my progression, do you see that I have moved more towards just feminine stuff with you? Yeah. So like with you, you don't act that way with anybody else. It's not like trying to project a, the 1950s household type thing or whatever, but it, but I do like that. I've openly said, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that, but not before. No, I know. Yeah. Before it it was not that you were vindictive or anything. It just wasn't on your radar, but I take care of you. And then you just, you naturally want to reciprocate. Yeah. Reciprocate that. And and in feminine ways. Yeah. And I feel like it's yeah, not I'm, a competing role. Right. Not I, trying to. Who's going to be the decision maker? Who's going to be the dominant? Who's yeah. going to. I feel like it really gives me the runway to get more into my feminine, which I'm happier when I'm in that position. I'm a lot yeah. happier. Oh, yeah. I don't carry the stress that. I don't think I'm designed to carry the stress that a man can carry. It doesn't work well for me. I mean, I don't want to speak for all women. My opinion is it doesn't work well for all women. We're just not, we need to start realizing that. But I'm so much happier when I'm thinking about maybe I could do this for him or, and it just, it flows more naturally for me. And it sort of took meeting you. And then that there's a little bit of a struggle in the beginning over that power dynamic a little bit. I wasn't really ready to just hand that over, but slowly over time, I kind of feel like I'm a better person, <laughs> happier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to say you let go of things, but it's like the last four days I've been telling you, you have nothing to do. You're in a hurry to do what? What are you? 
there's no list to check. There's no nothing to do. You're doing nothing. It's negative 11. Like there's <laughs> nothing, nothing to do. Or like going, I see it the most if when it's been a while since you've been around, if I ask you, I'm like, all right, what do you want to eat this evening? Then if you hadn't been around a while, you're trying to find out, you're trying to pick a place. You're like, I guess we could eat there or there or there, or we could go over here. And then after that, you're like trying to make a plan. I asked you what you want to eat. I didn't ask you where and when and all this other stuff or ask you to make the plan. I just asked you what you felt like eating as in, are you going to eat one vegetable or the other vegetable or like, what do you want to eat? The rest of it I'll do. Yeah. And like last night, you finally got that right. Now you're leaving. Last <laughs> night, you finally were like, I want this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, better late than and never. Then you had be- and then you had you had a good dinner. Right. And that's a small, I mean, sort of bringing it back around to the trust factor, that's kind of a small thing. But it is, for me, a part of it that where I, I know I don't have to be planning out my day to the last minute, second detail and knowing where are we going? What are we doing? I mean, I literally could, I can jump forward to the end of my day and start peeling back the minutes to the seconds in my head where I have to do, if I want to get this done and I want to get that, and I got to do it by this time. And okay, this is my schedule and I'm clicking it off. And then what I'm able to do when I'm around you. And sometimes it takes me a little, if if I've been away a while, which I have, it takes me a while to get back into that. Okay. Decompression mode. Like he's got this. I don't have to be this intense. (laughs) Nope. You don't. And when it's like a pressure valve. And when I finally like go, Oh, you know, it feels actually really good to not have to, be doing that all the time and realizing he's just doing that in the background naturally that is he's doing it i don't have to worry about it i don't need to compete with it it's kind of different for me good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. Can you think of some other ways that the more I'm trusting you, let's say, you know, if there's a correlation to stuff in the bedroom, do you see, does it all kind of come together? Because I kind of feel like for me, I feel like it does, but I'm curious about your, what you're seeing on your end. If I'm more trusting you with stuff we're doing physically in the bedroom and listening to you better and not fighting you on certain things, do you also see the correlation to what's going on outside the bedroom? Is it more harmonious? I don't think it's a before and after. I think it's more like a zigzag thing to where like once we we're in the bedroom and everything and you're getting back into it and then outside of the bedroom you fall into it quicker and then going it's more like the bedroom starts it you do it more in real life outside of a session or whatever you want to call it 
then once you start doing it more in just normal day-to-day life, then you do it more, even more in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a back and forth thing. Yeah. Of like one hand washes the other. Yeah. Well, it's more just like a continuation. At first, it's just you're like it's a role that you're playing, not playing, but it's a role in the bedroom in which I've always been pretty direct about being there's on and off. We don't do a, we don't do full 24 seven. I mean, there's outside of the bedroom, right. yeah, there's still those roles, but it's not, yeah, it's not the same. I'm not following two steps behind you yeah. or any of that. Yeah. We don't, we just, that's don't. not for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not that person. No. And some people it is and that's fine, but yeah, it's great. Not. It's great for those that have figured it out, but I've figured out that that is not for me. I do like traditional male and female roles outside of the bedroom, but I don't want, yeah. So, but in the bedroom, it's pretty stark. So I guess once you finally get back down into that mindset, then once you get into the bedroom, you're even more, you tend to be, not that you're not submissive, but you get, you want to get deeper into that role. Like you want to be more. So I do. Yeah. And it goes back and forth too. You're not just in there just for you. I mean, I know it's kind of sounds, it can sound like this is all real one-sided for most people. Like it's all about you and that's it. But it's just as much about me as it is for you. Because I mean, I like it. Yes. And so that's a big kicker for me. And it's not like a lot of people, they either have this one side or the other view. They think it's either it's all about you and you're the one that's getting all this extra attention and everything else. Or they see it more like on the slave to side to where, Oh, it's all about him. He's yeah. getting to do all this, 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 and it's, it's balanced. Yeah. It's, it's like very balanced. Yeah. It's really, really balanced. Yeah. I get six or seven orgasms. You get one. I think that's perfectly six or balanced. Seven. You mean 17 or 26, <laughs> six or seven. Come on now. We've already had this. You just are you bragging on yourself? No, it's just that you're you're wired that way. Like, I am with you. I'm not wired like that with other people. This we had a an immensely rare quickie the other day, and then that was I was like, okay, well I'll just give her rare. I'll just give her one big one, and then you did, and then you're like, yeah, well no, but I mean I had three or four on the way, and I was like, really? It's yeah. Like you had squeaked in some little ones. There. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, poor you. I know. God, you're so mean to me. Jesus. People should, we ought to call the police. I thought people were that one day. <laughs> and it's, I actually, I like that. You know, I like that you just brought that up. I, I want to bring this up really quickly because I think also another, another thing people don't realize is they think it's always these huge, big scenes. Oh yeah. And this big elaborate stuff. And it's not always, I mean, we do that from time to time, but that's not. I would say we probably over time, it's probably been 50, 50 on that. Like yeah. 50% is a, well, not a, I mean, obviously that Mark moves further out, the more you do it, like a big scene, quote unquote, but just like, like you said, something more elaborate than just us. And there's you more know, going on. Yeah. More props involved or bondage or something like that. Yeah. You know, then, but even then, we don't really consider that a big scene just because it has bondage in it. You know? Yeah. But no, I mean, just what do we do? Just regular maintenance sex is whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Just that is 
it's still pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's not just like, oh, we'll just go ahead and get this over with. Or No, no, it's not. Uh, yeah. No, I know. So when we were also, when we were listening to those voicemails, we were noting, noting that she's heading into subspace. She's starting to get into subspace. And I'm just, I want to know, like, what kinds of reactions do you see when your partners get into subspace and are there normal reactions or is, is everybody different? Well, everybody's different, but it's not like I don't have partners involved in this. It's just been, and it's been you for a long time. So like before. Before me. Yeah. Before you. The back but, in the dark ages when you were lost and confused. Yeah. <laughs> adrift. Adrift. <laughs> yeah. Before, there's only been a few that actually developed. It was more of a friendship thing developed. It wasn't like a romantic type thing. For them, it's every single bit of it's different, but it's the same thing. It was it boiled down to just being comfortable around the other person and them being able to trust or not. But like with you, you don't even know it half the time when you're once you finally do get get to that point. It's like all I got to do is just like steer you around. You don't know what's going on. I mean, you know what's going on, but you don't know you don't know what I'm doing. I'm sort of floating a little bit. Describe it. What you see happening to me i mean there's all kinds of physical reactions my body's having but yeah, like, yeah. let's start with some of those oh you're you're always turned on M- meaning i'm what's a telltale sign of that you're like a cat in heat you are <gasps> you are all over me <laughs> all the time i am 24 7 i am and i don't mean that as in like haha no i literally mean 24 7 yep. i'm in the shower and you're 11 inches away from me <laughs> moving the shower curtain out of the way trying to talk to me holding it which is fine like yeah. but you're not just hanging out in the bathroom talking you're, yeah. you're literally just about got your head inside the shower and then yeah we're wrapped up at night sleeping i don't ever lose contact with you in the middle of the night when I'm sleeping. No. Yeah, never. Or really during during the day either. I mean, you about as far as the way you sit is if you if you sit on the other side of the table when we eat. Yeah. That's about the farthest the way you are the whole period. Yes. What about my physical reactions in let's say in the bedroom? And I'm getting into subspace. I mean, one of the things is my wetness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it can get to be too much. Yeah. Over wet. Yeah. I'm it can, over. It can be too much. I get over lubricated. Like yesterday. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you can't get any traction when I'm that wet. It's, it's no friction. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's enough. Yeah. You had Pull to- out, have to use a towel. <laughs> Wipe, wipe up. Let's dab that up a little bit. Dab, dab, dab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It's really crazy. That's one of the things that just blows me away. The way my body reacts to you. And the funny thing is, is that my clit literally always has a heartbeat. I'm always having blood flow when I'm just around you. Just Oh, it gets big. Not like a dick clit. No, no, or no, it's know. not, no. but it gets engorged. Can, yeah, you the, can see that thing. 
the blood. I know because I'm just, that's what I mean. My whole, listen, my whole vagina is throbbing when I'm around you all the time. I'm always, I am always some level of turned on and it is the weirdest thing. I don't even know what's happening. I mean, I know it's happening, but it's an unusual reaction for me to have. But after all these years, that has not changed. That was part of the reason that I used to not like going to dinner because I'd have to sit there and I was suffering in silence because all I wanted to do was jump across the table, rip your clothes off and be like, fuck me right now. Why are you making me wait? I felt like a kid when the adults are sitting at the table breakfast in the morning and it's Christmas day and you want those fucking presents so bad. And you're like, fuck, hurry up. I just want my presents. <laughs> yeah, I do that on purpose. I know you do. You like to fuck with me. You're mean sometimes. You're a mean, mean man, cowboy in. That's what I've always said. So there's that reaction. But what about my auditory noises and my vocabulary skills or lack of vocabulary yeah, lack skills? Of, yeah. Yeah, you're always surprised whenever you hear a recording of yourself. You're I'm like, blown away. You're like, oh. And you always have the same. It's always like, oh, yeah, we'll record it and this and that. And I'm like, okay. It doesn't bother me. I like it. Yeah. And then we'll do it. And then you're always like that. No, no. And then you're always, you never, you almost never want to watch it. You're like, no, that's terrible. That's horrible. That's not me. That can't, that's, there's no way I make those noises. I'm like, it's every single time. It, that's you. It does blow me away. And I did something very bold that I'm still sort of, do I rip that down? What do I do? I, I think you do. What? I don't think you would want to post that. <laughs> Yeah, that says a lot. That says a lot. Okay, so let me tell everybody what I did. We, so Cowboy Ann and I, we recorded a session, and I pulled some of the audio from that session. Then we recorded. I posted this on the private podcast, guys. I pulled some of that audio, and then I, we did a commentary around it because sometimes you can't tell what's since it's just audio, you can't, I w- we were filling in the blanks, like now here's what's going on and just sort of uh, preempting it before we played these little sections that I pulled out. And he actually said, are you going to post that? <laughs> and I will admit when I heard myself, I was just like, that just sounds like noises. You just don't hear coming out of a person and especially me. And it was a little embarrassing, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I am going to post it, but I have, I've had second thoughts ever since I did. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's nasty. Yeah. It's pretty bad. And that's not even a bad one. That's not even a bad one. Yeah. That was just normal. That was mild. That wasn't maintenance sex, but it was pretty. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't was, anything bad. It wasn't anything bad. I mean, I've got some that's bad. Oh like, yeah, you do. We have yeah. some bad, bad stuff. Oh, yeah, bad. I mean, hours worth of it. Hours and hours. Yeah, because you're a bad, bad man. So while I always sort of head into subspace pretty much every time we're together, you did something, and I thought, is he in dom space? I saw this different side of you. You kind of clicked in to something a little more, I don't want to say aggressive, but it was just intense. The intensity from what I was seeing from you, your body language, the look on your face, the way you were fixed right on me. 
that was something different for me. I hadn't seen that before. And I'm just wondering, is there such a thing as Dom space? Is that's what was happening? What, what was going on? I'm pretty bad about titles anyway. So like, I yeah. know everybody's got a definition for everything or whatever, but I mean, I guess you could call it Dom space. I mean, it was just, it's just me being where I want. That's the experience that that's what we're there for. So me getting what I want and being able to interact that way, or I guess that's just what it is. But if you want to, if, yeah, I mean, I guess if you put a title on it, call it Dom space, but I mean, you don't really get a day off with that stuff as a dominant, even with our low level play, I still have to pay attention to stuff. I mean, I'm a big guy, so I can accidentally do some things trying not to break your arm or something like that. Not that I'm like got it all twisted and crazy or whatever, but I got to pay attention to my grip. I can't. How strong? Yeah. Yeah. I got a pretty physical job, so I got, I got a pretty, pretty bad grip. But if I'm not paying attention, I can hurt, hurt you. You can then, grip me too hard. Yeah. Or put me in a position that could, if you moved one way or something. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. You could snap something, tear yeah. something, pull could, something. Yeah, tear a shoulder, dude. And it's not even being in some kind of crazy contorted position. It's just if I'm holding on to that arm. Yeah. And I, then I move your body. That arm's not moving and your body's going to move. That's just what's going to happen. And so I got to pay attention to what I'm doing. So I can't go all the way out. You right. Because I can get all the way zoned out. Yeah. 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 And and you do pretty quick. I do. You know? Yeah. But that's because you don't, I don't, you have, don't have, yeah, you don't have a dislocated wrist. That's what I mean. I don't have to yeah. worry about you. I don't have to stay half paying attention. Like, okay, do I need to tell him beforehand? Okay, don't bend my arm too much or be careful yeah. like this when you put me in that position. Because you already are 10 steps ahead of me with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what a lot of guys, that's what stops a lot of guys is that they're, they're real scared of, I don't care what a woman really thinks about, even if she's got a dude that's just regular guy. And that's still a dude and he can absolutely break you in half. It's an innate thing with guys. We are way stronger than a woman really does realize. And a guy can accidentally, absolutely hurt somebody. It's a conscious thing to not, especially like a female form, because y'all, you're not built to take physical abuse. It's not something that happens. So guys are, at, you know, they're scared. They're like, I don't actually want to hurt her. And most females don't want to get real deep into the pain thing too much but the guy gets carried away with it and then the next day especially like you in the beginning you were like i, I don't know if i'm supposed to like this or not you know? yeah and then she's i know you're just you just have to think through it and that nothing bad happened but when he doesn't know and she doesn't know and they both don't know it can be quite a thing to go through but as a guy you have to pay attention to what you're doing the whole time and so yeah. you don't get the day off quote unquote right but certain positions can get into where you can have a little bit of a mental drift, sort of yeah. like start to. Yeah. Holding a thigh is not the same 
as holding on to your arm or wrist. Yeah. And instead, if I didn't quite do my job right, you've got five bruises. You've got a bruise where my grip was right. on your thigh instead of like a hairline fracture yeah, well. on, your, on your wrist. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a big difference yep. and stuff. Yeah. Same thing with like a calf. You know, if you're holding on to like the whole calf instead of up by the shoulder. Yeah. It, it's different. So like you get the fingerprint bruises instead of things like that. So, yeah, I mean, you can pay attention and, but you do, you do have to make not really a consolation, but a physical effort of like, okay, I have to be in control. Yeah. I got to do this. I got to do yeah. that. I got to do this. And then, but you get to, yeah. I mean, I obviously I get to have fun. You get to get in there, but yeah, you get the right position. I don't have to. You'll go hard on that one. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't have to worry about it. I can. Yeah. And only thing I got to do, I just have to set the position up to where it's not where I can't, where I, I can't actually hurt you, you know? So I'll put, make sure your legs are in a certain Well, way. you fucked me really hard and that's right on the edge there. I mean, yeah, you know, but I've that. got you in a position oh. that keeps me from being able to put yeah. all of it. Yeah. Well, there's dick pressure. That's what I'm talking about. But I put your legs in the way. So it works like a spacer. That's what you think. Oh, that's what I know. <laughs> it feels like, I mean, well, I still want. I it. like it. Yeah. I mean, I like. Don't. I'm not saying I like it because I do. There's. I like that leisure pain balance. I mean, it's really interesting. And the other night, when there was that huge wet spot, and I was babbling out of my mind. I was. I wasn't even formulating regular sentences because I was so. My endorphins were going. It just everything felt good. And then you kind of bring me back down with a little bit when you're if you're fucking me really hard like it feels good but then then when you hit that a spot super hard there's that little bit of pain it just i'm back and forth off that edge which i really like i mean that's some people might be like oh my god that sounds awful no i'm totally into it i like it but it's to say i don't you know you get me in a certain position oh i don't feel any Hey, I didn't say you didn't feel any pain. When I you stick your whole dick from, in me. I say it keeps me from putting my whole dick in you. That's what it does. Well, but That's when, why I keep you like that position. You didn't have your whole dick in me? No, that's why I keep <gasps> you forced down. Feels like that's what I always think. Okay, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a every revelation. Time, every this single is a revelation. time you're like, oh, it's all the way in. It and is. then I show you, you're like, oh my God. No, wait, hold on, hold on. When you have my legs up like that, right here, like on your shoulder, and then you're just like down on me, that feels to me. Yeah. I always think when I when you put me in that position, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. No, my quads hit your ass, so it keeps me from my quads. Are hit you me. shitting me? No, no, because I've thought this whole time, no, this whole entire time Hell that you no. are not when I'm that turned on. You're oh. not taking all of it. I'm too big at that point. That's I thought I thought literally this whole time that you were in that that that's when no. you go in. I'm all in mode. No. You know how you have like, Damn. you know how there's first gear and then second gear. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that? Then, yeah. And then there's third gear, and that's not that's not fitting in you at all. So that's why, like, I keep you in that position where my legs are hitting you instead. It's not the pelvis. I Think wish, of a time. I wish people could see my face right now. I'm literally stunned. Think of any time where we've ever been pelvis to pelvis. Valentine's Day, the first year. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, 
and that wrecked you. It did. I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like that wrecked you. That was like our fourth date, our third date. Something. Yeah. It's because you were talking shit. I was. I know. When am I not talking shit? Yeah. And so since then. I can't help it. I love it. Because I, I, sometimes I like to see if I can. You know, literal blood. I like to then. I like to see if I can how much you write receipts that you're writing checks that your ass can't cash. I know, but I like to s- just see how far I can go with it. So, okay. Yeah. Now, my last question. I yeah. want to talk about because this was the other thing that came up when we were listening to those voicemails was Dom drop. Mm. And as we were listening to them, you were starting to make comments about what you thought was going on with him. And I kind of said, do you have Dom Drop? And what is it? What is it? What is Dom Drop? I'm sure it's different for every person, but what is it for you? I don't feel bad about anything because I like this. If you're talking to your partner and actually listening to her and she says it's fine and it's okay and you know she's telling you the truth, you, you have nothing to feel bad about. So I don't have any guilt if we have like a high level scene. Right. If you're spanking me a lot or slapping me or choking me. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff I love. So if you're fine, I don't have any guilt in my actions. I'll take it as far as any partner wants to go. Even with like before when I used to do the, I'd go to like the casual meets to group things and all that. It doesn't bother me at all to do whatever level of, masochism that that person the different displays and stuff like that we got to run and joke about one of them it doesn't bother me at all i understand myself what it takes and then i get it not everybody is innately capable of violence but it's not violence to me you're just helping somebody out they can't do it themselves so you're just doing that part that part's fine to me so i don't get any guilt about worrying about hurting my partner but i also have a lot of experience so i know i'm not hurting the person because i am there i am making conscious decisions i know what to look for in with the skin and how to keep them safe yeah yeah so like yeah but what about your dom drop when you experience it so you're not getting it because you're it's not deriving from that from feeling guilty like oh i pushed somebody too far but what is it for you i guess with me it's once we get finished and there's like this separation point, I have to back up and relax yeah. my muscles. I'm like a real physical guy. So I have to, my quads and back and arms and, uh, you know, like most of mine is, I don't know. It looks, I guess it's, it looks like I just came out of the gym usually. Yeah. But yeah. Cause I've got, I go and get in the shower real quick and not the full shower, but I go and clean up. But not like super quick. I get up and catch my breath, let my muscles get loose from being tense or whatever. And then and then you got all the endorphins too. You know, you got the whole thing. You just had sex, so it's all that big. You got huge amount of hormones and endorphins going through you and all that other stuff. And so then you gotta show back up, I guess. Just like wait for everything to get cognitive again. But usually by that time, I usually wake up somewhere between my shower and then I'll dry off and then go lay down. And then, then I make you come and lay down. 
you do make me come and lay down. Yeah. Because my reaction's different. When we're done, I go up like 10 levels. I'm like buzzing and I'm full of energy and I'm, I don't want to sit still and relax. Like I just feel like I have so much energy buzzing through me that I have to get up. I want to get up and move around. I want to work on stuff. I want to, I'm not even sure actually. I just You're not ha- doing anything but running your mouth and bumping between different things. Like you're not <laughs> doing anything. You like pick it up, put it back down, go into the kitchen, come back outside. It's like, what are you? And then somehow you got dressed between the four to five minutes of me getting up and going. You, you've already put sweatpants back on and a shirt. And it's like, well, take your clothes off and come lay down. Like just because <laughs> I get it's cold. I get cold. You know me. I get cold. Yeah. And then we sit there, which I learned, I guess, that evidently people are putting times on that part where they're like connected or whatever. Which I agree with, like making a statute to where you have to do X, Y, Z, and I don't believe those that they meant that they have a time limit. I think they no. have. That's just that's a, just what they've established. And yeah, what works for them. Yeah, people do different things. And probably that if you sit there for the amount of time that they said, then not nine chances out of ten, they're probably still there thirty-five minutes to an hour later. Yeah, I agree with that. It's weird for me if I we wouldn't stay connected. Even you, you know, imagine that. (laughs) What you couldn't even walk and you used to run. (laughs) Oh, you're referencing cowboy, and that was a that was a little personal dig, a side swipe there. Because when we first started doing all this, I wouldn't even stay the night, I just had to get up and go because I was in my in my get up and move around mode. And he's like, You can lay down, you can stay here, and I'm like, No. I got to go. I had to get up and think about what just happened. Yeah, you couldn't even, you would fall putting your pants on and stuff. My you, legs weren't even, they working. were still shaking. I know. Yeah. I was trying to, yeah. I mean, I would literally bend over to get your pants and then you would fall down, but you would <laughs> fall into a chair as if like you meant to do it. You can't even bend over to get something. You're going to try and drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, those days are behind us now. So, oh, yeah. anyway, so. Do you ever get it? Does Dom Drop ever show up in any other ways? Is it when I'm not around after the fact? I'm just, I don't even know really. I'm trying to get my hands on around what it even really is. I don't think, not me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get blamed for being an unconnected type person anyway. I know like a lot of female subs will have issues like an hour later or later on that day or something like that. But usually that's kind of stuff. I'm not trying to dig at anybody, but usually that stuff has got some pretty deep seated psychological things that are going on with that type of stuff that they're working through. And that's why that kind of stuff happens. Usually them and their partner isn't exactly per se where it needs to be or something. There's, things going there's other on issues with yeah. that yeah not to say there's something wrong with them it's just that they're working through other stuff too yeah. so i pretty much think most of it has to do with however long it takes for your endorphins to bottom out and drop out if you've got a ton of endorphins in your body no matter what i mean you can it's the same thing with like a marathon when you're up and you're running a marathon and everything and when when those endorphins are gone they're gone yeah. And then your body's like, and that was the only thing you were fueled on. Yeah. So now you're going to fall and that fall. There's a, be, you know what that is in the marathon? It's a 20 mile marker. It's traditionally known as you hit the wall. Like people hit the wall at 20 miles. I don't know why I did. I never did, but 
that's where they say you bonk out. And then you got to go on just sheer grit and adrenaline and whatever else is left. But yeah, interesting. But yeah, if you, wherever that endorphin, whatever the time limit is for that endorphin drop. Yeah. That's what's going to kick it off. Then they're then other have, shit's going to pile on if it's there. If there's yeah. stuff looming in the background, that's probably yeah. like a, an opportunity for some other things. Well, you'll also, like females, y'all are going to have a big hormone drop to your progesterone and all that. Other. That's normal with sex, period. Yeah. You have that dump. Yeah, but right. It's different when you start elevating things to a level above what the brain yeah. is supposed to perceive. And it's the same thing for guys. When you get to get really up there and I guess just being super physical and not having to, it's really important that I can be that physical. I have to have that to, to get an orgasm. I have to have my muscles engaged like that. It is literally required. So you, if I, like you can't come with me on top, just right in your deck. Oh, with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for the compliment. Yeah, I could with you, but no. That's the big thing, like with me, is like we were talking about with a blowjob. It'd be really cool if like I could get off in like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I know that's like a thing that y'all a bragging point that you know your partner well enough and all that, and it's like a ego boost for y'all, but it ain't you. It's yeah. me. And that's part of it. I have to I don't know why. It's just wired that way. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a limit it's a limitation for other things. There's been a couple times where before where you were you wanted to have a quickie, but I know damn well that that's not just not in my book. But I was like, all right, well, I'll give you one. Yeah. And so I'd get you off and then I'd just take a quick shower or whatever, and then we'd be back later on that night. But yeah, for me it's just But you've done you can do quickies when you're in the right mindset yeah. or something's really Yeah, when it's turning you on. I mean, you've done them. You've yeah. done you've done minute and a half and I'm like, "Whoa, what happened? We're yeah. we're I mean, after we just had sex." Yep. There's been a couple times you have surprised me. But just so I guess final thoughts on Dom Drop is that it sounds like just kind of sub drop for women. It's going to be different and separate and unique for everybody. I think guys feel worse. Do you do? Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, interesting. Y'all are more emotional about it, but yeah, the guys going to be thinking about it for a long time. Y'all are going to get in a bad mood and maybe cry and <laughs> stuff like that. I don't and think have I've a ever big, done that. Have a big yes, you did. I did. Yes, and then have a big emotional dump with it, and you just reassurance and stuff like that but like a guy if you're going to get to be feeling better it's going to be physical connection and then he's got to have enough trust he's got to be enough trust with her that when she says it's okay he has to literally believe it and like we were talking yeah. with guys if you say well man there's not another one like her and your buddy's going to go yep that was it he fucked that one up yeah but, but if you go to your girls and be like well, that's it. I've lost him. Oh, it's okay. There's plenty of others in the sea. And da, right. da, da, da. like y'all will just, <laughs> you, yeah. You, you guys are funny. Yeah. Yeah. You fucked that up. That's you're right. Yep. You There's never going to be another one like that. You missed one it. Like that one, man. That's for sure. And so, and we know that we know that y'all will be like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And, and otherwise, you know, you're sitting there with internal bleeding. And 
So he's got to believe, he's got to believe that she is telling him. Yeah. And obviously she wants, if she likes it, cause she wants it again. So yeah. she's going to say, she's trying to tell him, but it's hard as a guy to be yeah, she's okay. Yeah, that's that's what she wants. Or that it's okay for me to act like that. That's oh, the other thing, too. You yeah, know, like, I see. So I guess we'll end where we started. That's a trust thing, and it goes both ways, where she really has to trust him, obviously. And he has to really turn around and trust her. And that's why they call this, this is a power dynamic. It is a balance. It's not the misconception of where somebody's got more power than the other. It's yeah. really, it really has to be an even exchange. Yeah. And it's just indifferent. Y'all will trust us physically and all that really quick. Yes. But guys, we have to trust y'all in an area that we're just not emotionally. Used. Yeah. That we're just not, yeah. that's not your strong yeah, point. We're just not wired for it. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're going to be vulnerable afterwards. Not physically. Yeah. But you're, but you're going to be there. Yeah. Afterwards. And then too, going to be kind of a scary thing in the middle of it too i get it the tail end of that i can see how that'd be pretty fucking scary at the end of it and then she's okay with it and she lets you get that part where you can let go and do i don't know get to a certain level yeah yeah that normally is probably really only reserved for a being raiding f- villages right yeah. Being yeah, physical yeah. attacks and to put it mildly. That was what we were joking about. Okay. Ra- raiding shores and taking yeah. villages. <laughs> Your Viking yeah. Viking mode. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for your for your input. All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, guys, I want to do an episode where it's just gonna be mostly cowboy in. I'm gonna put some questions. I'm gonna send your listener questions to him. If there's anything you want to ask him, you wanna know send those in. I prefer voicemails, please. You can send emails, but I prefer the voicemails. That's easy to do. You guys know, I always love your feedback and it'll be real fun for this episode. And I hope to get that out in you know, the next, maybe before the end of this month or possibly the beginning of next month, but super easy to send me voicemails. Just go to the curiousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right hand side. You've got up to five minutes. Go for it. You can talk about anything and everything that you want to talk about. And I do get back to each and every one of you personally. And if it's for Cowboy N, I will make sure that he gets it and he gets back to you personally. All right, everyone. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.